WHAS. Good Sunday morning. I'm Bob Sikoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you. I'm also over at REMAX Properties East and own the Sikoler Medley Team. And we've got some great folks in the studio. We'd love to get your questions as well. We've got already a bunch of folks lined up, so I'll give you a phone number a little later where you can call to get online and get to us next time. Uh, You can uh, thank Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, for coming in this morning and being a part of our show. 499-6360. Good to have you, Chuck. Good to see you. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. Brad, good to have you. Good morning. Good Good, to be with you guys. Good to have you here. Love Home Team because they hire veterans. We pay back to the veterans. And then you're now, again, number four year in a row, fourth year? Fourth year in a row, number one in the country for Home Team. Good for you. Thank you. Coming up a little later on in this show, 11 super simple ways to make your home smell fresh. Again, some of these may surprise you, Brett. I'm going to want your <laughs> thinking on whether there's any danger to what we're going to suggest. Okay. okay, Let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sikoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Lee. Yeah. I just bought a rental property, and after we close on it, how can I remove the renter if they refuse to leave the property and have no lease? Hmm. Chuck, you send Chuck Crosby over there. Well, there you go. And then I, I bring a couple friends and a baseball bat. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if they are there, they have a lease, whether it's written or oral, doesn't really matter. Um, you have to abide by the terms of the lease. So if you buy the house and there's six months left on their lease, they're not going anywhere. Their terms are not being changed for six months. If you show up and it's uh, there's no written lease, it's a month-to-month and it's oral and all that, well, you still have to give them the requisite amount of time. Uh, the Landlord-Tenant Act uh, prescribes quite a few uh, things, that, hoops that you have to jump through. In this case, it sounds more like you'd have to give them a 30-day notice, and 30 days would, you know, if it was today, it would go 30 days and then to the end of that month. Uh, so it's not something that can happen immediately. But uh, everything is fact-dependent, so just give me a call. So a little uh, play a little devil's advocate mm-hmm. here. So what if Lee goes in and buys this house but was never told that there's a lease in effect. Well, that's a problem with the yeah. previous people. Um, plus the previous owners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, it, not, it seems difficult to me that you could hide that sort of thing. Yeah. So I would think that it's also a problem on the buyer's side. Uh, you know, you have to keep your eyes open in a transaction. And ask the right questions. Yeah. Yeah, if you're buying a house and... Or just look and see that there's somebody living there that's not the seller. Yeah, exactly. Or ask, is there yeah. a lease on this house? Yeah. If the if you're looking, well, and the it, contract yeah. does ask for that. I it does. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. all right, back to the phones. Good, good answer. Uh, good morning, Bob Sikoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHS. Hello. Well, hi, Bob. This hey. is Joyce. Hi. I have a house that's a historic house on a hill, and it frequently gets cracks in the walls and the ceiling at the change of season. Hmm. All of the other neighbors seem to have the same shifting of their houses. Is this normal? It was built in approximately 1865. Wow. That's a, that's an older home. So, Brad, you go in, and I know your people mm-hmm. look at all ages of homes. Do you First, typically you're going to see some cracking in older homes, I think, of this age, yeah. this era. Yeah, typically you're going to see cracking, foundations, walls. Uh, you know, the, really the, the question is whether or not there's movement and active cracking. I mean, there's, there can be historic cracking, things that are just, yeah. just there. I mean, you know, a brick home is probably going to get tuck pointed and you're going to have, you know, evidence of, of previous repairs. But, yes, the, the homes will 
will shift and, and will move a little bit as the as the seasons change. How do you know whether or not there's active movement at the yeah. time that you're inspecting? So we're looking for evidence of uh, active movement is going to give you a sharper edge uh, in the crack uh, versus a duller ooh. edge. Ooh, 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 ooh. So I'll explain that. I have, yeah. have you ever heard that before, yeah. Chuck? I, I heard him say something about that once. Yeah. So, uh, so tell, explain what that means. So an, yeah. it's, it's probably going to be hard to do on the radio, but an yeah. active crack, if you if you feel a crack that has some, say, a sharp edge to it, uh-huh. you'll, you'll, you'll feel kind of like it's... Like it just broke. Those are going to be the active ones. The, hmm. the the older cracks typically are going to be a little bit more worn down. They're going to have. They're going to be a little bit smoother. Uh, so you're also looking for any other type of evidence, particularly with moisture intrusion. You know, you're looking for um, cracks that are uh, a vertical crack is is different than a, a a crack that's at a 45 degree angle. You know, the ones that are that are stair step, the ones that are 45 degree angles. Uh, are are the ones that are more problematic than a vertical because that tends to be more of just a a, a, a settlement crack or just a difference in the um, the building materials coming together. What about uh, bricks outside of a home and you see a stair yeah. step around the brick rather than through the brick? Isn't yeah. it better to have it around the brick than going through um, the brick? I don't know that there's a there's a distinct difference, but okay. yes, I mean usually the the, the mortar is going to pull away from the brick, which will give you the crack around the brick versus uh-huh. the crack in the brick itself. Which is showing um, even more stress to yeah, the brick? more okay. stress to yeah. the brick. But the, the interesting thing about an older home is, in a historic home, is the ceiling. A lot of times in these real old homes, you'll see a crack that goes all the way around the top of the ceiling, all the way around the edge of the edge of it. But the way that those homes were built, the the ceilings will actually move up and down a little bit during uh, season. It's meant to, yeah. right? It's meant to. Yeah. It's and breathing. so in it's, the right, and so flexing. in the in in particularly in the winter months, you'll yeah. see a, a more pronounced uh, gap there, mm-hmm. and then in the summer months, it will keeps it from it, breaking. Right, and yeah. and what happens is it just sucks up, and it's not as evident in the in the warmer, yeah. humid days as it is in the winter, drier. Older days. And there's nothing prettier than a pit sawed piece of wood. You oh, can just, yeah. Yeah, you can just see the. Oh, it's, yeah. I'm not sure what a pit sawed piece of wood is. Uh, they used to, the way they would saw the, the long timbers oh, oh, the, yeah. oh, the in old, a pit. Yeah, okay. And, right, you, right. and you can see the, uh, uh, in the grain of the yeah. cut. It's uh, almost like a track yeah, that, yeah. that you can see. Here's a bigger problem, I think, for Joy is that buyers, they need to be convinced that they want to be in an older home mm-hmm. because it presents yeah. other problems. Yes, it does. That, uh, that cracks should be mm-hmm. minimal in, mm-hmm. in terms of concerns. So I think well, it's it, a whole education process. It I've, is. I've done some closings on on some pretty old homes, and uh, the agents uh, in in these cases were uh, that type of realtor. They dealt with historic mm. homes, and they say it's an educational process, and they take their people all the way through the different uh, things they should be looking for. You have to expect problems with older homes. Absolutely. I'll give an example. Sandy and I are living in a house that was built in the 1950s, and I'm a fairly decent. Not handyman, but I know what my way around a variety of things. So this past weekend, I was out, um, and the uh, one of the electrical uh, f- lights, the um, floodlights, mm-hmm. had broken. The uh, arm had broken to it. So I said, oh, you know, I'll just switch it out with a new one that I got. So I go to put it in. I pull out the old one, the, check, make sure, and you know, I'm doing everything right with the circuit breaker, blah, blah, blah. And the I plug it back in, you know, do uh, the tape, uh, it, everything and uh, nothing. So I take it back down again and I put a meter on it. There's no power going to those, to the hot and the black and white mm-hmm. leads. And I'm thinking to myself, well, wait a second, it worked before. What? Yeah. So I'm presuming 
that the wire, this Romex, was so brittle yeah. that somewhere along the line, when I pulled it out mm-hmm. to change it, it broke. Yeah. So now I'm thinking, I, I capped it up for now, but I'm going to have to go into the um, the uh, roof or into the ceiling uh, in the crawl space in the attic and then try to fish it and find and put a new line out there. So in the meantime, because Chloe, our dog, it goes out to the, we want to make sure we got light so we can watch Chloe. And so I went online and, of course, um, Amazon.com, and I got the Mama Jamba of all LED lights. It's a 150-watt light. Nice. And we lit it up the night, a couple of nights ago for the first time. And I am just telling you, when I turn that on, it's like a searchlight going out. So any of my neighbors, if you see a light coming out of my backyard, it's not a UFO. Um, don't land there, Mister UPS <laughs> pilot. Yeah, it's it's right. It's just Chloe is going to the <laughs> out to the bathroom. All right, back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sikoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio eight forty W. Sandy says, no, Sandy goes, it's going to disturb the neighbors. It's our property. It's light. It's not going to involve them again. Uh, good morning. Hello there. Go ahead. Hi, my name's Sabrina. Yeah. I'm about to buy my first home, and I have a question. Yeah. Uh, what is an examination of the title to the property in the event my offer is accepted, and, and who pays for it? So, Chuck, this is one of these things yeah. that we hear all the time. So, tell uh, let's talk. Well, I actually it. do get that call. Uh, I'm sure you occasionally because yeah. you get first time home buyers. Uh, they get the uh, uh, the disclosures and whatnot from the lender, and they'll always have that on there. And they wonder what's this. Uh, when we get a title, we uh, or a title order, which is hey, set up a closing. Um, we go ahead and we run the title. We go back uh, sixty years, come forward sixty years, make sure that uh, there aren't any liens or encumbrances on the house that everybody owns it that should own it and that there's no issues that can arise. Uh, so that's a title search. And it's something that uh, if if you <laughs> if you want to do a closing, it's going to get done. And it's all part of the same price. Now, a lot of outfits will charge separately for it, but, you know, not not generally. You said you go back 60 years. Yeah, 60. Is there a reason that you go only 60, or is that well, the no, standard? Well, no, that's, that's actually more than, more than standard. Normal? Okay. Yeah. That, I'm just wondering because yeah. that was the first time I heard that number. Uh, well, yeah, they've got uh, uh, what we call one owners, uh, and, and that's a whole there's a huge ball of wax between the differences. There's a one owner, obviously. Yeah. Uh, there's the last good mortgage. There's uh, 30 years, 45, 60 years. Uh, if you're going to do, say, a commercial search, 60 is generally uh, what you're looking for. Uh, and the general practice, best practices, is 30. Uh, so. Got it. It looks good to know. Yeah. If you're thinking about selling your home, we have a free, no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. You want a copy? I'm having trouble speaking this morning. <laughs> if you want a copy, send an email to bob at com and put selling tips in the subject line. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sikoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Lauren. Yeah. We just bought a new home, and we're having problems. Since we're on a budget, we were offered and accepted an inspection report from a previous buyer Mm. that could not get a mortgage. We closed and moved in, and the first load of laundry we did floods the new floors. Mm. Then neighbors tell us an in-ground pool is buried in that backyard, which was never disclosed from the, the sellers. On top of that, our agent tells us to go back to the sellers and deal directly with them. She won't help. What can we do? I, I hear a myriad of problems that are uh, being explained here. 
So, Brad, let's just start about the wisdom of using a uh, another inspection report and not having your own people doing it for you. Well, I can tell you that every home inspection, the agreement is signed by the client who hires us to do the home inspection. Mm-hmm. So the, our agreement is between us and that client. Um, the client would share that with the buyer's agent uh, as long as they're giving rights to that. Uh, but the the seller, the seller's agent, has no right to any of the information. Anybody that would be, you know, sold that report later wouldn't have anything that they could come back on the home yeah. inspector. Privity of contract, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's a way to save a few hundred dollars. Yeah, but it's you have no. It, you, you know, you have no liability uh, you have protection no there. You're just no recourse. You have you that, and you have no idea what type of work was done after that inspection uh, occurred on that day. Did they do mm-hmm. any of the work from the repair request list? Who knows? It's yeah. It it seems like a, a waste to go in and inspect a home. You know, a couple of weeks after it was done by someone else, but yeah. Not to mention that uh, not all inspection services are created equal. And that's true. Of, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, Chuck, from a legal standpoint, the thing that really stood out to me is that there is apparently, uh, obviously, that it's the neighbors yeah. saying this, but that there's a pool buried in the backyard. And there's a lot of problems with that phone call. That's a uh, give me a call and we'll we'll write them out. That's a you really do need to talk to a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, because it, it is serious. I mean, having the yeah. the the pool in the back, but then that that doesn't bother me so much. Um, you know, it's not like there was a gas tank buried in the backyard. A gas tank buried in the really backyard is a whole different ball yeah. of wax on that one. But uh, I mean, there's between the ethical issues with uh, possible agents. With I mean, it's yeah, that's a yeah. So uh, let but to anybody who's listening right now who's uh, thinking they're going to buy a house, uh, uh, you need to get you do your due diligence yeah. and uh, and do the some whole research. pennywise pound foolish. Yeah, is, it's is, the worst thing you could do and. Yeah. Certainly, it's the most important investment you're going to be making uh, in that particular year when you do it. So why give a ch- even come up with a reason for not at least doing it the right way? And you have no recourse at this point to yeah, some level. Yeah, and that's the big thing. Yeah. You use a professional not just because they have a you know a set of letters behind their name. You use them because they have insurance policies and mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. And you get recommendations yeah. from people. Which, by the way, speaking of that, it's a great transition, by the way. Thank you. Um, with regards to recommendations, we really think that uh, getting a good recommendation is more important than anything else, and that's what we tr- we try as our team to do the very best job that is out there that's possible. If you want to see what those look like, some of the recommendations, um, go to LouisvilleZillow.com, and you'll see some of these recommendations that we've got uh, from people who we've worked with, both buyers and sellers. We are going to take a break when we come back, 11 super simple ways to make your house smell fresh. These are, a couple of these are pretty interesting. In the studio, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. And you can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. 
I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area. In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or Bob will buy it. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran of Shark Tank fame. You, of course, can reach me with regards to the guaranteed sale program. I come out, and the basics are we arrive at a price, we put it on the market, we sell it. There's never any uh, extra fees with the guaranteed sale program, and uh, also you can cancel at any time. In the studio, we've got Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. And you can reach me for the Guaranteed Sell Program or for just listing and selling and buying homes. We've got 25 buyer agents ready to help. You can reach me at 376-5483. All right. 11 simple ways to make your home smell fresh. So I was a little concerned when I started reading this because some of these, um, you'll see. Okay. Okay. So you tell me what you think, both of you guys. Let it simmer is item number one. Dried potpourri injects a sweet, sometimes spicy scent into the room, but it also collects a fair amount of dust when left sitting in an open dish. Instead, try to uh, recreate the magic over a stovetop. Fill a small saucepan with water, add sliced lemons, oranges, and herbs, and simmer and uh, keep it on low heat. Mm-hmm. It's not so bad. Yep. An interesting idea. By the way, if you're selling your home, don't put any, do, don't do any of this. Mm-hmm. Anytime you try to cover up a smell, or even if you're not, you just want it to smell sweet, um, it, it's a kind of a clue to a buyer's agent that maybe you're trying to cover up a smell. Now, the only thing that actually would be better to do instead of putting out like an air freshener or something is to bake some bread or some cookies and leave them out for the buyer, which does dual purpose. One, it's going to make the house smell fresh bread, fresh cookies, and it also feeds the Yep. Yeah. Well, when you're out on a marathon ten showing day, yeah, you know, getting some, fr- some fresh bottle of water, bottle and, water that's chilled in the yeah. summer, and anyway, it goes a long way, and the buyers will appreciate that, and maybe they look a little more favorably towards your house. I'll keep going though. So, blow steam off for a little aromatherapy and an instantly uh, spa-like shower. Simply tie up a few sprigs of fresh, fragrant herbs like rosemary, lemon balm. And time in the far corner where they won't get wet, 
Whenever someone takes a hot shower, the steam and the humidity will activate the essential oils in the herbs. That's not pretty. That's a pretty good decent idea, you know. Do double duty next time you're changing your disposable furnace filter. This was a little concerning to me. Take the opportunity to freshen the whole home with a light scent as well. Add a few drops of your favorite essential oil on the new filter, and it will disperse the smell throughout the house. My concern is, won't that oil also attract yeah, dirt? And- it, it will. We I've actually seen dryer sheets that people tuck in. Uh, when they replace their filter too, I mean, I, and I'm sure the scent lasts for all of about a minute and a half. Yeah. After the uh, the air gets turned on, and you're you know restricting the airflow there, so not a not, not was, a good idea. Here's but. what I was thinking. You know, you can do the essential oil, the mm-hmm. diffusers, and all. What mm-hmm. if you put one? This is not for selling. Yeah. This is just to live in. You put one in near the return Turn. vent, and so it's now sucking it in and passing it yeah. through the whole house. I, the interesting thing about that is when we run indoor air quality tests. Yeah. The uh, reed oil diffusers, those essential oils, will actually read on those indoor air quality tests. You'd, oh, you're you'd be no, you'd be amazed at what the chemical uh, levels are. You know, even for something as you know seemingly harmless as a as as oil, you know, unbelievable essential oil. The smell of a clean laundry is one of the most pleasant household smells. Do we both, all three of us, agree on that? Maybe it's nah. yeah. by placing a few dryer sheets. Behind the vents throughout the house. So oh, here there you we go. go. Yeah, yeah, we go right, right there. You can have that fresh aroma, as Brad yeah. says, for a couple of minutes, and then right. who knows how long before it goes bye-bye. So, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Uh, also, just to spritz, a wide variety of essential oils are available from rosemary to vanilla, yeah. citrus to eucalyptus. You can purchase an, uh, the diffuser, basically, and spread that, which is basically what I'm talking yeah. about. And I, that, that works. I've got a couple of them. I think that's great. Uh, next... Um, bring that set of essential oils into the bathroom and add just a few drops to the cardboard tube inside the toilet paper roll. I actually think this is kind of interesting. That is interesting. So that, uh, especially if you're having a party Mm -hmm. and you want the bathroom, the guest room to smell good, so you take some of those drops of essential oil. Isn't that a great idea? Think about it. So every time they, you know, roll some paper off... It's moving some air in there, and then mm-hmm. that fragrance is now yeah. Yeah. Uh, filling that room. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good one. <coughs> Excuse me. Down the disposal, using uh, a garbage disposal can cause a serious stench. Listen, yeah. we know that. Yeah. Uh, baking soda, vinegar can freshen it up fast. I thought our uh, My lemon. mom used to th- drop in a, yeah. a lemon down lemon. in there. Not yeah. a whole lemon, obviously, but. Cut it up. Yeah. And then stick it down and run it. Yeah. Especially if you've used most of it already. I got you. Vacuum smells away. So carpets can uh, create an unpleasant odor, especially if you have pets. Vacuum up the sticky smells with a DIY deodorizer made with just two ingredients, baking soda and essential oils. Combine the ingredients, sprinkle the mixture on your carpet, and then um, vacuum it up. I don't know if the essential oils, though, will stick to the carpet. I don't know if I can find that one. There's uh, uh, two ways that I've used that seem to have worked. One is get rid of teenage boys. uh, (laughs) That that made the air quality go way up. Yeah. Uh, the other is uh, binchiton. It's a uh, it's a type of charcoal that uh, you know it's hand harvested and made by virgins in the moonlight kind of thing. <laughs> okay, um, and uh, it will take odors out of everything. The the kids left some fish in the refrigerator, and it got up into the freezer because the air. And I, I put the charcoal in there, and uh, you know it took a few days. But uh, and where do you find that charcoal? Um, little old men in Japan oh, okay. who sell it on the internet. Yeah. Go, oh, <laughs> and what do you look for? What do you search for? Uh, What's the word? Binchotan. 
B B I N C H O T A N okay. or Pinchotan P. Uh, either way, uh, you can find it, but it burns at like a thousand degrees. Oh. I mean, it's it's, it's like, dangerous. Though. It's it's what you use on a Japanese uh, grill. Okay, uh, that's what I'm saying. He's yeah. full of facts. Yeah. All, final two: uh, leave tea leaves in the litter box really? for cat owners. Yeah, you have cats. Yeah, so put some tea leaves in there uh, that are familiar. The, in the litter box, eliminate the stench or smell. Try sprinkling some dry tea leaves in the box as well. The leaves have an antibacterial property and can help absorb odors as well. Huh. Interesting. And then how about this one? How about nestle a vanilla-scented uh, bowl of coffee beans together? As the lit candle warms the beans, they'll release a pleasant aroma, making your house smell like a delicious French vanilla coffee or as your nearest Starbucks might smell, who knows? But some of those, yeah. Some coffee, coffee is a is a great deodorizer. They use that a lot for uh, if you have like fish in a truck, yeah, that stinks it up or also, cooler. I you understand can throw coffee, coffee in there. Illegal It'll, drugs or well, wait, uh, when, yeah. if you go in to get cologne, if you go to get cologne, they make you, you sniff spray, coffee. Yeah, yeah, they they you sniff coffee beans and it it neutralizes yeah. your mm-hmm. your nose. Yeah. Uh, not that I buy perfume all. Not that, that you yeah. do, but cologne we yeah. do. Yeah. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekilder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Shelley. Yeah. When can I take possession of my home? I closed, but the seller still has items in it and has not let me move in. This is ridiculous. So, wait, we had a call yeah. like this just recently. Again, so it's day of. Well, it depends on what the contract says. I mean, uh, you know, some parts of the state, uh, 30 days, date of deed, seven days, date of deed. Here locally, it's usually date of deed or simultaneous at closing, and that's when you get possession. If they can't give you possession at that point, why would you close? Well, and plus it would need to be negotiated ahead of time in a post-occupancy agreement. But uh, I think what we ran into uh, before was uh, somebody that said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be out, and then they weren't. Yep. Uh, which is a whole other uh, issue. So what's your suggestion on this? I mean, she needs well, to go back to our agent at this point, well, right? Well, yeah, uh, you start talking about it. Um, I've always found that uh, um, <laughs> you can't kick them out. It's, it's the same as uh, if they were squatters. Uh, you have to actually go to the court and have them evicted uh, if you own the property and you're entitled to possession, uh, which could take 45 days. So always best to uh, negotiate that one uh, first. I, I mentioned this a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Um, one uh, buyer... Once they closed, they called the police because the seller wanted it. In yeah, but the police can't do anything about no, it. No, but they negotiated. The, yeah. Okay, let them in. Let them get that stuff out and get it out. Well, they were there to keep uh, the, the peace. The, if the yeah. police, uh, if the police do anything other than, uh, no, don't you dare hit him. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. If they do anything, uh, they've overstepped their bounds and are just begging for a huge lawsuit. There's, there's Ooh. been. It used to be a thing here uh, where some, some uh, landlord would want to get a tenant out, so they'd hire a couple off-duty cops to go and uh, you know do a little threatening. Wow! Uh, and that was not pleasant, uh, uh, not a pleasant outcome. Hmm. All right, we are just about out of time. We're talking throughout the next weeks and past weeks uh, about things to keep in your car to help you with the colder weather and potential snow. How about a mitten windshield scraper? Have you guys ever seen them? I got a picture of it here. Yeah. Let me show you. Mm-hmm. So it's got it looks like a mitten you put on your hand, and then at the end of it, it's got a scraper, and it can be used to scrape car windows if it's really cold outside. You know, Bob, I grew up in the land of uh, snow and ice, seven foot of. Where did year, you grow up? Uh, about forty miles north of Syracuse, New York. Oh, okay. If you're not using your credit card, you're a sissy. 
Okay, well, yeah. Um, I grew up in New York City, so we walked to school in snow days when it was really, yeah. and it was, yeah, I got you loud and clear. Yeah. One more thing, a windshield cover, it covers, especially if you're parking mm-hmm. outside, it covers the windshield on the outside, then you don't have to worry about scraping it, you just simply remove the windshield cover. And Do those actually work? I've seen them, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know, it's 20, 30 bucks on Amazon. So yeah. Is it held on magnetically? Uh, I don't know that, yeah, yeah. we'll have to buy one and find out, I'm yeah. not sure I'm going to do that. Okay, we are just about out of time. My thanks as I uh, we wrap up here to Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. Uh, you can reach him for closings. He does a great job, not only entertains, but to make sure that everything is done uh, to the perfect uh, timing, location, and uh, and law. You can reach him at 499-6360. Brad Lawler, owner, owner of the Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. Thank you both, gentlemen, for Thank being you. here. And fun. you can uh, reach me anytime on my cell phone. At three seven six five four eight three, and remember, if you're selling your home, free, no obligation booklet. It has hundreds of useful tips, and if you want a copy, just email me Bob at WeSellLouisville.com, and just put selling tips in the subject line. I hope you have a good Sunday. We will see you next week, and with that, three home repairs that can help get your home sold quick as a bunny. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week on News Radio 840 WHAS.